We're staying in Canada for this edition of the Super It's podcast as we discuss Someday by Glass Tiger. Let's do it. Super It's podcast returning to Canada for the first time in two episodes, one episode. One episode. <laughs> I believe we just did Tom Cochran, which I just re-listened to, and I love when you talked about the music video and referenced him as the cock so many times. <laughs> oh, that was great. Just fantastic stuff. But this time around, we're talking about Glass Tiger, and my name is Alan. I'm going to be leading us through as we talk about the track someday, and who is my, uh, who is my Brian Adams who is not doing a cameo for this song? Hello, friends. I'm Jamie C, aka Megamix.com, and uh, I'm excited to talk uh, some more CanCon, some more Maple Leaf songs. <laughs> By the way, that was a terrible intro to you, and uh, like, not you, me. I sucked there. But anyways, let's get let's get into the song. Good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, didn't I call you Ass Tiger in the, in the text that I sent you tonight? I, I think you might have. So thanks. That, that was amazing, <laughs> Ass Tiger. Oh, you're 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 a fucking jewel. What All a right. great start. <laughs> All right, Glass Tiger, a Canadian rock band from Newmarket, Ontario, so just up the road from where I live. They were yeah, formed. Yeah, they were far. Yeah, they were formed in 1983, and they've released five studio albums, which. I give them a lot of credit. They still tour and uh, just play from those albums. And in fact, they, they stick to the hits, which I what? appreciate. You know uh, what? Why try? Well, they did release a few years ago one comeback album, which, uh -huh. come on, dudes. But <laughs> they, they went to that well once, and then that was it. So, fine. All right. So, vocalist Alan Frew and bassist Wayne Parker were both from a local band called Onyx. Who I have heard of, but I don't think I could recognize any tune by them. So I'll have to have a listen. Uh, they teamed up with keyboardist Sam Reed. And they were also uh, all recruited by drummer Mike Hansen with the intention of forming a brand new band. So many bands. Yes. At the time, Hansen was the lead singer and drummer of a band called The End. And once they all got together, they also brought in guitarist Al Connolly. So according to Alan Frew... He says, Glass Tiger formed from the best of two local bands, again, Onyx and The. The original <laughs> name of the band was called Tokyo. <laughs> we, changed, Tokyo. we changed the name from Tokyo to Glass Tiger to signify the change from a local bar band to a recording band. So, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Uh, nothing... There was nothing special or complicated about how the names were chosen. They were just screwing around, and they finally came to something that they all agreed upon. So I had a quick thought, and I just wanted to ask you, because before we go on, so you said Glass Tiger is still playing, playing hits. Do you think they play, like, Healing Hands as well yes. in their shows? Yes. Um, when Smart. I Yeah, so um, in a segment that I tried to introduce once called Have You Seen Them? <laughs> yes. I saw Glass Tiger open for Roxette. And yes. I think it was 2012, and as part of their short set list, they played Healing Hands, which is an Alan Frew uh, solo song. And it's a great song. And uh, yes, now we have covered Have You Seen Them? I have not seen Glass Tiger. Yeah, if uh, you get a chance. Yeah. yeah, if you get a chance, if they're playing at the X or something. Yeah, 20 bucks, sure. Go check them out. So their first album was released in 1986 called The Thin Red Line. It was produced by heavy hitter Jim Valance. Yep. He also co-wrote two songs, and of course, 
This is probably most remembered for the single Don't Forget Me, open parenthesis, When I'm Gone, close parenthesis, mm -hmm. which featured a vocal cameo by Brian Adams. That's a great song. The album was massive in Canada, going quadruple platinum. In the United States, it also went gold, so not too bad, uh, you know, south of the border. Nice. They won three 1986 Juno Awards for uh, Album of the Year. Uh, they also got Single of the Year for Don't Forget Me When I'm Gone and Most Promising Group of the Year. Ah. The album producer, Jim Valance, was named Composer of the Year, and they won two more Juno Awards in 1987, and they were nominated as uh, for a Grammy Award for Best New Artist. Yeah, you know, like a lot of accolades going on there. The other nominees for the 1987 Grammy Award for Best New Artist. Yes. New Shoes. <laughs> yes. Simply Red. Uh-huh. Timbuk3. Oh, God. And the eventual winner, Bruce Hornsby in the Range. You know, Glass Tiger should have won that. Yeah, I think so, I too. I feel like they should have. Like, they had a legit... That that legitimately should have been theirs. You know what? I look quality. at the, I look at that list, and like I'm not going to argue that Bruce Hornsby like winning that makes sense. Yeah, but... no, no, absolutely not. But I think yeah, but Glass Tiger was it should have been I one of those. Say they two. were robbed, but they had they had a claim to that. I think in that list. Yeah, it's not like there was like you know some like big heavy hitter. So okay, anyway. So the band went on hiatus in the early 90s. They all pursued other projects and then reformed in 2003 with a new drummer. And they toured uh, starting from there. And moving forward, they are still touring to this day. Nice. Catch them again at your local exhibition or casino. The, awesome. the Thin Red Line is, again, their debut album. It was released in Canada on February 17th, 1986. Uh, the song Don't Forget Me When I'm Gone reached number one on the Canadian charts and number two in the United States. Yes. Uh, Someday, though, also had quite a bit of legs from this album. More, mm -hmm. I always liked the song, but I was actually surprised at how far it kind of went in terms of chart success. Yeah, it went further than I remember. Yeah, which, again, we'll get to details in a second. Well, not so much in Canada. I thought maybe it kind of fell short of Canadian expectations. So this was released as the third single from the Thin Red Line. Uh, this was through Capitol Records in Canada and Manhattan Records worldwide. It was written by Alan Frew and Al Connolly, as well as Jim Valance. So a team effort. Yep. According to the Wiki, Someday is a mid-tempo pop rock ballad. Uh, and that's exactly what it is. Yeah, and I knew I know you knew this already, but the track runs at 100 BPM and is in the key of D major. I you know, I had that sussed out from the minute I heard it. Yeah. So 30 years ago. Yeah, so the band, I'm assuming they had an original cut of this track and then they were like, look, let's add 5 seconds to it uh to get it to a nice 3 minutes and 34 seconds so that it would be within our acceptable range. Of course. Uh, there, I don't know where it's at. Yeah, there are 20 versions of the single listed on Discogs with releases in Canada, the US, across Europe, Australia, New Zealand, and Japan. Mm -hmm. The B-side to many of these releases is a track called Vanishing Tribe. I, of course, own a Canadian 7-inch release off of Capitol Records, which is easy to find and not expensive. Good. Apparently, the sleeve for some editions of the single fold out into a full poster... Uh, unfortunately, my copy is in a uh, generic sleeve. So come on, I know ripped off. You should have bought this back in 1986. <laughs> yes, 
The cover of the single is pretty dull. It has the band mm-hmm. emblem on the top, along with the name of the band scrolling down the left and right hand sides yep. of the cover. There's a photo of the band in the middle. It's pretty generic. It's not the worst. The colors are nice. Yes. Uh, but one thing that I do enjoy is that it also includes the four point maple icon. Which, yes. in, which indicates that the song is 100% Canadian content, or CanCon for short. Maple stands for Music, Artist, Performance, Lyrics. I believe the rule is you need to have two out of those four to be considered Canadian. So uh, did you like my little joke that I made earlier when I said Maple Leaf? Because oh. I meant like M-A-P-L Leaf. Oh. <laughs> it was a joke. You see, I got um, over on my website, megamix.com.com. I have a new uh, a new playlist up that I... That I Posted. I, it's not on Spotify or Apple Music yet because there's a few songs that I can't find on those. Okay, but it's basically like it's it's called Pop Can, and it's like a um, it's like '80s like pop light rock songs. In the description, I I, I said I wrote Maple Leaf like M A P L all caps and then Leaf. It was really funny. Oh, you're a funny. Like, guy. I'm a funny guy. Go go to that website for a chuckle. Everybody. Anyway, CanCon of course is a um, rule to preserve the, uh, you know, to make sure that people in Canada have access to Canadian cultural content. Yeah. So so that we're not overwhelmed by American stuff. Yeah. So most particularly with radio stations and the rules will differ depending on the kind of license that the station applies for, but you have to play a certain percentage of content that, that is from Canada, which 40%, I believe, uh, in some, some, some can be a little lower, but classical, you can play whatever you want. Yeah. And like world music, stuff where it's harder. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Anyways. (laughs) All right. So, uh, there are a few 12 inch releases of this single, which include an extended mix of the song, which comes in at a completely unnecessary, get this seven minutes and 19 seconds. Um, And you know, listen, I like long songs. Yep. If it makes sense. Yes. That doesn't make sense to me. Uh, This release also has a six minute and 26 second dub mix, an extended version of Don't Forget Me When I'm Gone, and the track Vanishing Tribe. The single appears on a number of Glass Tiger greatest hits compilations, including Mm -hmm. Airtime, the best of Glass Tiger, Premium Gold Collection, uh, Glass Tiger forward slash Paul Carrick, back to the number two back hits. Come on. Uh, No Turning Back, 1985 to 2005, which you could have had that 1985 to 1993, guys. It's fine. Yep. And then Then Now Next. Um, So many collections for a band out of five albums. Yeah. As for general compilations, I've got a few that I noted. Yes. We have 1987 Into the Groove, which is an Australian compilation that has Mm -hmm. a pretty decent track list released off of EMI Records. Yep. We have. Is there like a, a a record on the cover, like the grooves of the record? I do not have the cover up, so I'm sorry. Okay, that's okay. Mega hits. <laughs> a Brazilian compilation released in 1987 that has a whole bunch of songs from around that time, 86 and 87, mm-hmm. except yep. for the closing track, which we're going to talk about in a few weeks, which is. Happy Christmas, open parenthesis, war is over, close parenthesis. John Lennon, Yoko Ono slash Plastic Ono Band featuring the whatever choir. Yeah, released in 1971 for some reason is on this mega hits album. It must have been like big in Brazil in like 1986. Yeah, Uh, A decent KTEL compilation from the US. It was called Hot Hits. Hot Hits. 
and then we have the ultimate 80s open parenthesis the album of the decade close mm -hmm. parenthesis this was a double lp released by polytel records in canada in 1994 yeah. the track list on this compilation is really great i assume though that they had tracks by glass tiger and april wine so that they could fulfill some cancon commitment absolutely yeah uh, Glass Tiger, again, is still touring. Someday is always part of their relatively short set list. And as I mentioned, I saw them in 2012. You know what? A nice short concert would be great to see Glass Tiger get in and get out <laughs> under an hour. I think it'd be tremendous. Yep. Uh, there are not many instances that I found of this particular song being used in movie or TV soundtracks, but apparently <laughs> it is used in season one of the HBO series Westworld. Okay. Uh, there you go. Any uh, thoughts before we go to lyrics? Well, let's go to the lyrics, baby. I've posted the lyrics and figured out which ones <laughs> I enjoy the most. It would be these ones. Down in the street where lovers meet, that's where I'm <laughs> waiting for you. In the streets where lovers meet, I'm still waiting for you. And I just think, are people just roaming the streets to uh, meet their, their mates? I, I don't know. I mean, I like now I'm alone, you telephone. To tell me you don't need me. Yes, yes. I just like that. I just I like the cadence of that. And then, of course, in the video where he picks up the telephone. It's great. Uh, I have to say, I can't believe it took three people to write this song. Oh, I know. I mean, these lyrics are terrible. As you'll see in a bit, I'm a fan of the song, but I mean, I like there's, there's, nothing to, there's nothing to these lyrics. No. Uh, the song, I, this is my interpretation. The song mm -hmm. appears to be about someone who has been through a breakup and thinks the person that they lost will regret the decision down the road, but they are also longing to be together with them. So, mm -hmm. yeah. in an interview for rediscoverthe80s.com, Alan Frew was asked about his favorite Glass Tiger song, and he said the following Someday is a great song, well written. <laughs> I love well written by him, well written yeah. by me and yeah. these two other guys. Yeah. So, of course, we do have a little bit of uh, commentary from our friends at Song Meanings. Really? I didn't think that we would. Not okay. too much. I was surprised that there was even a, a posting yeah. for this one. Oh. Um, but I have two comments that are yeah. fine. Mm. Uh, we have Boonchick21 who said, I love this song. <laughs> yes. And we have... <laughs> Thank you for your, your input. Yes. And then we have Deluded mm -hmm. who says... This song is just so emotional. It kicks so much ass. And then they said, no other comments? Pity. <laughs> so, upset with the lack of comments about such a kick-ass song. Like, like, I like this song, but I, I wouldn't put it as in the kick-ass uh, realm, yeah, honestly. I, I, like I like the song. I like the song. I like the song too, but I wouldn't be like I wouldn't be driven to go write about it on a website. No, or I wouldn't like use it like to hype myself up before like going to play hockey or something. <laughs> yeah, like, that seems like a kick-ass song. It's like you know, like I don't know. Anyway, okay. All right, reception yeah. time. Yeah. Someday debuted on the Billboard Hot 100 chart the week of November 1st, 1986, at number 82. It mm. was sandwiched between "All I Wanted" by Kansas. And Good Music by Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. I'm right. not, not terribly familiar with the Kansas track. I think I know that Joan Jett one, but I'm not. I can't confirm. Yeah, I can't place it. Uh, the song would peak at number seven during the week of January 24th, 1987. So about three mm -hmm. months later. 
Uh, it stayed at number seven for two weeks before dropping down the chart. The top 10 for January 24th, 1987. We have at number one, Bill Vera and the Beaters with At This Moment. Oh, that song is terrible. Number two, C'est La Vie by Robbie Neville. Oh my God. Number three, Kid Tetris' dad favorite, Shake You Down by Gregory Abbott. Yes, yes, yes. Number four, Open Your Heart by Madonna. Number five, Janet Jackson with Control. Number six, Genesis with Land of Confusion. Oh, that's a great track. Uh, someday at number seven. At number eight, Change of Heart by Cindy Lauper. Mm-hmm. Number nine, Is This Love by Survivor. And at number 10, Victory by Cool and the Gang. So, I don't oh, there's know. There's a few gems in there. I'll, yeah. I'll give it that. There's a few gems kicking around. So, I'm just going to say this before I get to the list. The Canadian list is going to win by the number one track in and of itself. I cannot wait. The single didn't chart as well in Canada. It managed to peak at number 14 on the Canadian RPM charts during the week of October 11th, 1986. So about a month before it even came into the U.S. chart, but that makes sense. It's a Canadian track. Mm -hmm. Here is the top 10 for October 11th, 1986. I'm going to leave number one for last. Okay. Number two is the cover of Spirit in the Sky by Doctor and the Medics. Oh my God. Number three, Stuck With You by Huey Lewis and the News. Okay. Number four, Gloria Loring and Carl Anderson with Friends and Lovers. What? Number five, Take My Breath Away by Berlin. Uh-huh. Number six, Venus by Bananarama. Uh-huh. Number seven, Run DMC with Walk This Way. Nice. Number eight, True Colors by Cindy Lauper. Number nine, Higher Love by Steve Winwood. Number 10, Dancing on the Ceiling by Lionel Richie. Uh-huh. But at number one in Canada, October 11th, uh-huh. 1986, Timex Social Club with Rumors. Nice. That's fucking amazing. That's so great. Yep. So we have, you know, modest chart success elsewhere around the world. And I mean, very modest. We yeah. are uh, basically a top 100 song um, is probably uh-huh. how I can describe this in Australia, Germany, the UK. For some reason, they, they list number 18 in Luxembourg. So... Oh, that's, that's great. Um, uh, yeah, it was 66 in the in, in the UK, hey? Yeah. It's hard to find that top 10 for that week. you got to really search hard, and I don't want to do it right now. So yeah. there's no point in, in, in going down that well. Uh, the single was certified gold in Canada. That would be sales of over 50,000 units. Yeah. On Spotify, as of this month, November 2022, it has 9 million streams. Uh-huh. The music video has just under 8 million views on YouTube. All right. The track won a Juno Award in the category of Single of the Year in 1987. It beat out yes. the, it, it beat the following tracks. Uh, Can't Help Falling in Love by Corey Hart. Okay. Heat of the Night by Brian Adams. Uh-huh. Patio Lanterns by Kim Mitchell. Oof. And I guess the uh, obligatory French entry, Vivre dans la nuit by Nuance. <laughs> so. My God. I mean, if it's me, I'm picking Patio Lanterns, but someday's a good choice. Yeah. Uh, let's go to covers and samples. So this is an original song. It didn't sample anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, Alan Frew did a solo version of this song in 2016. It's uh, very much a toned down version of the original with just a piano and a guitar. Uh, He does sound great singing it. Otherwise it's, you know. So it's not, it's not at a hundred beats per minute, I assume. No, it is. I would, I would say it's closer to 80 beats per minute. (laughs) I don't know. That's (laughs) good. Uh, Nova Scotian artist Emma Peel mm-hmm. covered this one in 1999 
it's a dance version. And then I wrote, you know what that means. <laughs> I can't imagine. That's yeah. very good. And uh, that's all I got for covers and samples. So let's go to the music video. Yes. So the video was directed by Storm Thorgerson. Pardon me, yes. Storm Thorgerson. Thorgerson. Yes. yes. He was the founding member of the English design group uh, Hyp- Hypnosis and responsible Hypnosis, for... Hypnosis, yeah, yeah. With all sorts of album covers over the years and, and, and video clips. Yeah, and this included, cool. this included a lot of Pink Floyd album covers. Yeah. He was and I got to al- say, I'm a little disappointed <laughs> in the video that uh, came out of that. Yep. He was also the director for music videos such as uh, Pink Floyd's Learning to Fly. Let's see what else. Oh, Drug Taking in the Arts and uh, Owner of a Lonely Heart by Yes. Yes. The yes. IMDB page summarizes the video as follows. Mm-hmm. Glass Tiger performs in the music video Someday for the album The Thin Red Line recorded for Capitol Records The music video begins with a man fighting with his girlfriend and the camera moving through leaves Glass yes. Tiger performs the song in a studio as a man tries to make amends with his girlfriend My notes That's Your notes There is a fight and a breakup at the start For some reason they fight on the street but we also have a camera going through a bunch of plants to finally find the woman from the fight it's like yes. it's like she went into a field, yes. like into a corn maze, and then we had to find her. Mm-hmm. Alan Frew is wearing a beret with jewelry attached to it. That's a saucy beret. Yes. Uh, mullets galore. Oh, God, it's insane. For some unknown reason, we have Alan Frew singing in a warehouse. It's almost like the rehearsal space. Yes. Um, the female lead spends a lot of time talking on a payphone. Mm-hmm. Jury- Payphones were a thing that existed. Yeah. For our younger listeners. During the instrumental break in the song, we get shots of the band just standing around talking with each other like they're taking a break. Yep. Riveting. I don't know why he's upset over the breakup when he's dancing and bopping with those sexy backup singers at the end of the video. I know. The the narrative kind of... They lose the narrative. Yeah, like he's all sad and then all of a sudden he's got these ladies dancing around him. Halfway through, he's gone. He's just lost it. Yeah. Uh, do you want to just go to the ratings? Let's do it. All right, the video. I mean, there's a bit of a, there's the tiniest hint of a storyline, at least early on. There's a little bit of smooching. Yep. Uh, I mean, the video's not garbage. I, I'm a bit of a sucker for like 80s fashions and hairstyles. I do like seeing clips of Glass Tiger palling around yep. in the rehearsal space, but I don't really feel like I ever really need to see this video again. Yeah. I'm going to give it a four out of 10. Yeah, I gave it a four as well. I just think there's nothing to it. It's not offensive. It's very generic. It's got a bit of a storyline. You get to see what the band looks like. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. Um, it. And again, with the chops of the production crew on this one and the director, you should have had more. Yeah, I, I a little disappointing. All right, the song. Uh, this is a uh, you know bit of a Canadian classic. I mean, a former song of the year. What I said, pure soft rock goodness from the federally mandated 40%. Uh, the vocals are solid. I like the little synth solo. Um, I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. All right. I'm giving it a 7. Yep. Uh, I love this song when I was young, uh, driving mm-hmm. around. Uh, I distinctly remember, like, you know, drives um, in my mom's car. Yeah. You know, going to various uh, childhood activities uh, yeah. with the Winnipeg radio on. for in the car with your mom. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. This song would play, and I always, uh, I always liked it, always remembered it. Um, and so I've enjoyed it ever since. Don't get tired of uh, listening to it. Obviously, you know, not a 
not an all-time classic or great, but a solid 7 out of 10 tune for me. Right on. What have you got cooking up for next time? So on Friday, we're going to be talking about uh, I Think We're Alone Now by Tiffany. Yes. Uh, Her cover of I Think We're Alone Now. Uh, It's going to be a good time because we've recorded it already. So. Yes, guaranteed. We know good it's times. a good episode because we recorded it before this. So yeah, so head over to our playlists on Spotify and Apple Music Super Hits Podcast playlist. Hit us up with a five star review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We we are Super Hits Podcast at gmail.com If you want to send us a request, if you want to uh, hit us up on Twitter, it's at Super Hits Cast. Instagram is at Super Hits Podcast. I'm Slip with Five Eyes or Sleep. I'm Jamie C. You can find me on my website at megamix.com.com. Thanks for listening, friends. See ya.